Welcome back to Schizophrenic Life. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Now, I wanted to talk today about relationships. Have you ever wondered why 50-70% of marriages end in divorce? Or why you have trouble with relationships in general? Instead of saying the root cause, which is probably more to do with culture than anything else, I'll give you solutions that, or tips and that, things that will help bring value for your next relationship, or if you're thinking about getting married, because I see on social media all these videos about how you should never get married, uh, and all this stuff. Why get married if you have a 50% chance of getting divorced? That's what they say. I don't agree with that. For some people, it will be a religious thing. But I, I say when you look for someone to marry, don't marry them if there's a ch chance that it won't work out. That's on the non-religion side. On the religious side, if you're a Christian and not like a, and I, if you believe in, in the Bible, um, there's no such thing as divorce. My wife is Catholic, I'm Baptist, but we just don't even, that's not an option. When you take your vow to get married, you say, in sickness and in health, for rich or poor, till death do us part. You don't say, until times get hard, until I find someone else, until uh, I find someone better, or until times are hard. You don't say that. You say, till death. So, it's not an option. Of course, me and my wife have fought. We've had many fights. We've been married a long time. I don't even... It's times like this I would ask my wife how long we've been married. Because I don't remember. It's coming up... <sighs> I'm going to get in trouble for this one. It's over 13, coming up on 15. Somewhere in there. A long time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it don't matter. Like, uh, there's no option for us to get divorced. So, but I picked the right woman to marry. And that's where a lot of people mess up. They marry someone that doesn't display the attributes that last for a long relationship, you know? You don't marry someone who has been sleeping with 200 people, you know? That's just not what you do. If Because you don't marry someone who has never been in a stable relationship. You don't marry someone who is just looking, say you're rich and they're just looking for money. 
you don't marry people like that. Um, you marry someone that you love and that you want to spend the rest of your life with. I can... I, I do a balancing act with what I share and um, what I don't share. We, we have over 450 episodes of this podcast. I've been doing it for five years. I guarantee if you go through the podcast... All 450 episodes. I guarantee you'll find out a lot about me. And there's probably even stuff in there that I don't remember saying. Um, and there's a lot of personal stuff in there. But there, it's always a balancing act. You know, how much do you want to share with the world? Because we all wear two faces. We all have the face that we show when we go to work and we have the face that we have at the house and you have to marry someone who the face at the house is what you show a hundred percent of the time with that person <laughs> funny story uh i saw i saw uh, a video about it years ago and it, it, it stuck with me it was a video about at the beginning of a relationship when you go to use the bathroom. Number two, you shut the door. You like turn on the faucet. You like you don't want to them to hear you use the bathroom, which is normal at the beginning. Then after, um, then after you, you have kids and. Uh, you've been together so long, then the door's just wide open, don't care, <laughs> just sitting there taking a shit and the door's wide open. It, that's truly, that's what it is. You know, there there's no hiding shit. <laughs> Literally shit. Uh, but it, that stuck with me because it, it's so true, you know. When you first get in a relationship, you're learning about each other and one of the biggest things that people don't generally do they don't live together before marriage and I regardless of religion I don't think you should ever marry someone that you have not lived with because you will learn more about that person in three six months of living together than 20 years of dating uh, because what what people show the outside world versus what they are at you know at home and so my biggest advice is if you're considering getting married move in together for six months a year however long it takes to really because there's some people you can be close with and not live together but then when you live together it's fight after fight after fight so if you can't live together you shouldn't you can't get married obviously um but that's 
good advice. And for the men are simple. We we don't need much. I was thinking about this a few minutes ago. Like 90 95% of my income isn't for me. Like 95% of the money I make goes to my family. <laughs> you know, if it for me all I need is food and a place to sleep and it don't even have to be you could drop me off in the middle of the woods with a knife and I'll you know survive I'll build a shelter I'll get food I don't need much um so like m my money goes towards the family you know paying for the house I don't need this house it, I mean, I'd be happy just living in a fucking tent, camping year-round. And I would. Dude, I, I've asked my wife a thousand times if we can just sell a house, buy a camper, go fucking live in the... We already live in the middle of nowhere, in the cornfields. But I'm talking about go to the mountains where you don't... You're hours away from anyone. That's, that's where I'm most comfortable. But, obviously she won't do that, but, you know, that's what, I don't need much. You know, nice campfire, some food, shit, you don't even need a sleeping bag half the time unless it's cold. Men are simple. But, once you have family, and you gotta support them. It really don't, it's not about you anymore. It's about them. I got three daughters. Oh man. But I say with relationships, it's about never go to, I, I've heard this a lot, never go to bed angry. You're going to fight. Every married couple that has ever lived has had fights. Just don't go to bed angry. I've broken this rule once or twice. But, in, you know, once or twice in, in 15 years, that's pretty good. Um, once or twice a week, you got some problems. Um, you're gonna have stress, you're gonna have fights, it's really how you deal with it, like, if you have a, a, a financial stress, an outside stress, then don't let that affect your relationship with the person, like, you still love each other, but you have this outside force trying to bring stress and, oh shit, I went over on time, damn it, you can only upload 10 minutes on, on, uh, fucking X, Twitter, okay, this podcast is not going on Twitter, it's going exclusively 
obviously the audio goes everywhere, but the video will go exclusively on YouTube for this one. Um, just because if I don't keep it under 10 minutes, then I can't put it on X. Or I have to edit it and upload it in two parts, and I ain't doing that bullshit tonight. It's fucking... 11, past 11 o'clock at night, I'm sitting here drinking coffee because I have about three more hours of work to do, and then I just got another project today uh, that's an additional 180 hours that has to get done as overtime because I still have my normal but I also have this new 180-hour project that needs to get done pronto. So I told my wife it's going to be a, a lot of work coming up here. Sucks. You know, if, if I didn't need to pay the bills, I would quit and... and find something else but I need to pay the bills like I'd sell the house get just we can already sell it for more than we paid um, and I would just get a camper and and three kids in a camper you think it's hard and it would be but my sister does it she's got four kids and they they have lived for years out of a camper. They have a house now, but they lived for years traveling in a camper. It can be done, and you'll have the good times and the bad times. And while we're on that subject, let's get into... You'll have moments. Life is about moments. Life is about a series of moments. That's what, at the end of our life, when we die, every, everyone who's died and been brought back said the same thing at the end of your life when you die you get the flashes of your life and what are those flashes which ones what parts of your life flash before your eyes when you die the moments that make life the loved ones the relationships you know when I die I guarantee my wife's gonna flash my, my, my girls are going to flash. Like, family. And you don't need blood for family. Like, I got some some friends that I would consider family. If they they do ask me for anything, and I, I, I don't say no. That's just how it is. But... I got sidetracked. The, uh... Life is moments. And... It's not about money. You can't take money with you to the grave. It's not about possessions. You can't take anything with you. I can't take these books... with me. I can't take this house with me when I die. I can't take any money with me when I die not that I have a lot but I can't take 
my computer with me. Can't take none of that shit with me. I can't. You come in the world with nothing, you leave with nothing. But right before you leave, the moments that make life flash before your eyes. I, I think the thing that will flash the most is my kids' smiles or the hugs. You know, like, as a father, it's just, you know, I have a newborn, not, well, I guess, not technically newborn, six months. It's my third daughter. All she has to do to, to like, hit me is just smile. Smile at me. My other daughters, you know, just give me a hug. Love you, Daddy. I mean, it makes... Those are the moments that I think about when I think about life. It's the relationships, you know. You spend 40 hours a week working, 80 hours a week working. You're not going to remember working when you die. You're not going to remember uh, what you built. You're going to remember the people, the moments you had with them. You know, I work a lot, and it's it's real simple. I work a lot because I have to, because, you know, I have X amount of, of bills that all of my bills, it, I, that's a lie, not all, I do have like one like my credit card obviously take that aside because I think the only thing on my credit card is golf shit but <laughs> take a, a, away the credit card all the other normal bills you know house water electric food all of that is for them you know but so I work to support them, but if I, for example, if I didn't have them, I wouldn't be working. Not like this, at least. I'd be on a ranch somewhere making 200 bucks a week <laughs> running horses, but I do that. I, I, when I was in, when I was stationed in Texas, I did that for free. I'd get off off work for the army, and then just drive out to the ranch, help out training horses. <laughs> Fucking great times, man. That's been a, that's always been a dream of mine. It'll never happen, but I don't, well, I can't say never, you know, but that's all, owning a, a horse ranch or, or cattle or whatever. Owning a ranch and just riding a horse most of the day, man. That's 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 a life that 
I could live and be happy from dawn to dusk working. I already work from dawn to dusk, but I do it sitting on a fucking computer. <laughs> so I would much rather be working on sitting on top of a horse than sitting on a fucking computer. But we all... A lot of times, I think back, this podcast is going way too long, but I, I'm having a sentimental night. I've been thinking a lot tonight, and I, I wasn't even sure I was going to do the podcast, but I didn't feel like it, but I said discipline requires that I do it, even though I don't feel like it, so that's why we're doing it. I think a lot about what if they say hindsight is twenty twenty. What if you had gone left instead of right? What what would my life be like now if I had never joined the army? What would my life be like right now if I had never come to Germany the first time? What would my life be like right now if I had never went to the club? I never went to clubs, but my I had a new roommate and he begged me to go to a club for one night. And I, so I went. And then the odds of who's now my wife being at that club and me seeing her, and, you know, if I, if I just hadn't gone to that club, I would have never met her, because she wasn't the type to go to a club anyway. Uh, it was like a birthday or something, and they were out celebrating. But, like, those what-ifs, like, what if I had never went down this road? What would my life be like right now? I think about that stuff, not that it matters, the past is past, you can't change it, and I hope when I go that I don't have regret for anything, right, sitting here right now, I've done things in my life that I regret, I've treated people badly, I've lied, I don't think I've ever stolen. Not that I can remember. But I've cheated. Like, cheated on tests, cheated on... Video games, you know. I've lied a lot. It took me a long time to stop lying. Uh, took me... 20 years to learn not to lie. Um, treated people badly. Like, 
and I regret it. I and I, right now, as I'm talking, I'm replaying the moments, replaying the moments that I remember that I've reg have regret for, but I can't change any of them. I can only draw from the experience that gave me that and never put myself in that situation again. I see a lot of videos about bad shit happening to people and I wouldn't say all of them, but a lot of them could have been avoided if the person hadn't put themselves into a situation. Like, if they hadn't started a fight with someone who could whoop their ass. If they hadn't decided it was a good idea to walk through the city at night, 2 o'clock in the morning, you know... You don't put yourself in, in situations. Every Everything that you do has a chance. Uh, when I get in a car and drive, there's a chance I could crash and die. But that chance is low compared to if I decide to walk through downtown at 2 in the morning. That has a higher chance of getting me stabbed than me crashing my car just by driving. When I'm driving my car, there's a higher chance that I die if I drive 200 miles an hour versus if I drive the speed limit. There's a higher chance to die if I do this, so I don't do it. If there's a higher chance of putting me in a bad situation, then I don't do it. We're bringing this all the way back to relationships. If you're in a relationship and there's a high chance you're going to fuck someone else because you go to a club, then don't go to a fucking club. If there's a high chance that you're going to cheat because you talk to women, other women online, then don't fucking talk to other women online. Don't put yourself in a situation that you can't control. You're not going to be able to control every situation. But don't put yourself in a situation you can't control. Don't go out alone. Don't go to a... For the ladies. Don't go to a fucking bar alone. And don't go home with someone that you just met. You're putting yourself in the situation. First, you put yourself in the situation of going to the bar alone. You put, you you picked out your outfit if you put on a skimpy outfit. You decided to talk with the guy. You decided to go home with him. You decided to drink before you go home with him. And then you blame the guy. Makes no fucking sense. Yeah, the dude's probably... The, both sides are wrong. You put yourself in the situation, but the guy also put himself in the situation. For the men. 
Don't pick a girl up at a bar. Don't take her home. If you find someone at a bar that you like, set a date to meet sober. Say, hey, I like you. Maybe we can meet up later this week for, for lunch. Don't go doing something after you've been drinking. And better yet, don't drink. I quit drinking when my kids were born, my first daughter. I still drink, but three, I drink on like maybe my birthday, New Year's. Really, those are the only two that stick out. I drink only less than five beers per year. You know, if I drink, I'll have one beer. That's it. I don't get drunk. Um, and I haven't. And I stopped because I didn't want to be in a situation where, say, my daughter got hurt and needed to be driven to the hospital, but I was too drunk to do that. That's the reason I quit. I literally quit only because I didn't want something to happen to my wife or my kids to where I was incapacitated from either defending them or, or helping them. That's all I drink is coffee. And this tastes like shit, by the way. It's the cheap coffee. I want to... So, I haven't been buying the, the nice, expensive coffee. Because they raised the price to six bucks. And I... I put two of them in the basket today, and I was like, man, just don't do it. You got to save money. So I put them back, and I was proud of myself for not doing it. I wanted to so bad because it, it tastes so good, but they raised the price to 6 bucks per a pack, and I was like, can't do it. So I'm sitting here drinking the $2 mud. I wouldn't even call this coffee. It's mud. Instant coffee. Two dollars for a fucking bucket. <laughs> uh, I mean, I do have uh, an espresso machine that I can grind up beans and make legit coffee downstairs. But it's too loud. I can't use it at night. Um, when everyone's sleeping. So, at night, I get the... Where you just put hot water in it instant coffee that tastes like shit but it's cheap cheap is good I, I gotta save money where I can you know this has been a nice talk I, I think this has been more therapeutic for me but I hope it got you got value from this I hope you got value in some of my insights. I mean, I've been married a long time. I know about relationships. Although, I will say, it's mainly been the relationship I'm in now that I learned everything from. Because before my wife, my longest relationship was two weeks. Then I met my wife, and it was over. I met her on Friday, 
and she, she walked by. I still remember it. She walked by, and my, my buddy was sitting next to me, or my roommate at the time, and I pointed at her as she walked by. Like, fucking crazy. I pointed at her, and I said, I want that one. <laughs> uh, off I was, trying to talk to her, and she didn't speak English. <laughs> I didn't speak German. Uh, so I met her on Friday, uh, I realized I couldn't communicate verbally with her, so, uh, I got her phone number so we could text, and then I could use the Google Translator to actually understand what she's saying and respond in German, and set up a date for, uh, the following day, Saturday. So I went out with her, her and her parents on Saturday, uh, to the, uh, the beer fest in, in their local town, and then on Sunday, I showed up to her house with my suitcases and said, I'm moving in, and that was it, <laughs> rest is history, you, you know, I mean, the first six months of our relationship was really getting to know each other, but the the language barrier was the hardest because we would we ended up we would sit in front of the computer together for hours i would type type in the computer in english translate it to german she'd read it and then she would type in german and translate it to english and we did that for um for months before uh, my german got better and her english got better and a funny story, I was going through, I don't throw anything out, or I try not to, so I have the box that the phone is sitting on has shit from 20 years ago in it. You know, I don't, I keep everything. I'm a pack rat. But it brings stories like what happened the other day. I found a notebook that I used when we had first met, where I was writing down, she would text me in German and I would write it down and then try to translate it. Um, and so I have the conversations we had written down where you have the German and then the English translation written under it. <laughs> and I was just like, like reading it back now knowing that, you know, three kids later, this is where we are, and reading that from, I believe, like, most of it was written the first two weeks of our relationship. So reading that, and then to where we are now, it's just, man, takes you back. Like, what the, what the hell, you know? Because when, when I, when, when I wrote, wrote that, I didn't know... At the time, you know, we'd be here now, three kids later. So it's just pretty cool. I was so I was excited. I sh showed it to her, and we sat down and we read through them, had a laugh. <laughs> but all right, I gotta get to work. 
I was going, planning on 10 minutes, and it's 35 minutes. Yeah, my paint job is messed up. I, I didn't. This past weekend, I painted this room, hung the bookshelves, moved in the couch, did the floor. The paint job looks like shit, but I don't care, because... It doesn't bother me. <laughs> I at least got the walls and the ceiling painted. That's good enough for me. I'm sure eventually, once I get some free time, which is never, but once I get free time, I'll finish painting this room. <laughs> Alright. Have a wonderful evening. I'm going to post this and get to work.